Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mixed martial arts and boxing fans, it's time for Fighter's Fury Inside the Heart of a Champion with your hosts, Brendan Tobin, Seema, and Tommy Guns. It's time for Fighter's Fury on AM790 The Ticket. Jones retreating. He's just having a hard time reaching Jones. Oh, Big, big trouble. And John is all over him. Here comes Johnny Bones with the ground and pound. Cormier that could be it. Trying to That's it. He's out. it. He's out. He's out. John Jones has done it. John Jones is back. And he wow. is the new UFC light heavyweight champion. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Big John McCarthy has called a stop to this contest at three minutes, one second of the third round. Declaring the winner by no. night from the Honda Center in Los Angeles or Anaheim Johnny Bones Jones rightfully has what is around his waist once again he is the undisputed light heavyweight champion of the world a sensational performance over Daniel Cormier a sensational third round those guys were really going at it um, and props to Daniel Cormier man he brought it uh, that entire fight put himself in the line of fire and we talked about this last week. If he was going to make any kind of a difference in this fight, if he was going to have any shot against John Jones, he was going to have to put himself in some risk. And I thought he was having a lot of success. I thought Daniel Cormier went into that fight and he he was weathering some danger. He was certainly taking some big shots from John Jones. You know, but John doesn't have the most powerful hands in the world when it comes to just ending somebody with his with his with his fists. So he was doing all right. He was handling it okay. Uh, and we hadn't really seen that head kick get uncorked too badly on, on DC yet. And that was a big weapon for John early on in the first fight where he was really establishing that range. He was really establishing his dominance with that, with those, uh, with those leg kicks. That's, that's the thing that makes him so special in that weight class is that he is so uniquely framed. He has such a unique body for it and we hadn't we hadn't really seen it yet and up to that point you know it was a really really tough fight to score I thought especially the first round I thought it was super close um I think most people ended up giving John the first round and I think most people ended up giving DC the second I actually had DC up to nothing and I thought the real reason for it was though John I thought really brought the onslaught early in the first round and really 
was establishing himself well, was was uh, was establishing the range well. I thought that I thought that rally by DC late where he really had the oh he's really into this uh, this fight and there's there's possibility that I was looking at that from a curvature of you know DC was bringing in a lot more than I thought he was. Um, so there's some of that, but I really thought at the at the end of two rounds, I thought DC was super game. I thought he was winning the I thought he was winning the fight, and I thought he had the real wow moments. Now, did it make him too confident? Was he having too much success with his hands early on that it made him, um, it, it made him a little less cautious, a little less, uh, a little less alert of what really could uncork because we hadn't seen really all of John's weapons yet. Maybe, but. Whatever the case was, John Jones was able to finish that fight like a champion. And and typically John is a is a, is a slow starter. He's not a guy who comes out and really just bulldozes a guy. I mean, probably the last guy you can remember him doing that to was Chael. And you know, Chael Sonnen, he, he's a cut he's two cuts above Chael Sonnen as far as the fighters concerned. And this 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 was this was a sensational performance by John Jones, and it was an important night for the UFC. You know, the UFC's had a rough, rough go of it this past year. This year sucked for the UFC. I mean, it's been terrible. They needed a night like last night. They needed a night like that from a young guy in John Jones. They needed him to be a star. They needed him to have a star performance, and he did. He was absolutely sensational, and he he knocked not only Daniel Cormier out, but he knocked the the post fight out of the park too. He got people excited to see him fight. He got people excited that he was back. Um, I didn't think he was too phony. I thought he was himself, and then gave people the idea of a fight that I think people really want to see. I think people really want to see John Jones fight Brock Lesnar, and I thought he gave respect to DC. I thought that was really cool for him to do that. Um, you know, DC was was clearly clearly out of it. I don't really know why they put a microphone in front of him. I don't know if he he hijacked a microphone from Joe Rogan because that was rough to watch um, him go up to Joe and he was clearly concussed. You know, he, he wasn't about himself emotionally. Um, but John was fantastic. That was a really, really uh, great performance last night. It was cool for UFC fans to have that night because we haven't had that um, this entire year. This year has been a rough, rough go of it from weight cutting issues to uh, stars pulling out of fights to main events getting canceled it's been a rough year for ufc coming through on a main event and it paying off and last night did good morning Seema. good morning tommy guns good morning what did you guys make of last night and the performance of johnny bones jones the now new and still renewed light heavyweight champion of the world i thought it was a was a great competitive fight me too. I actually thought at certain points in time, John was, was going to be in trouble with some of the shots he was taking. So kudos to John Jones's chin yep. as well, because his chin held up. I thought he showed a lot of maturity at the end and at the beginning of the fight. I think he actually threw Daniel Cormier off when he put his hands out to touch gloves before the fight. Um, But... He, he handled it professionally. I thought it was a great message in the post-fight interview. Uh, great sportsmanship for him to go over to Cormier. Um, all around, great performance. Cool cool show to watch. Cool fight to watch. Great to see John Jones back on top where he belongs. And that meme, though, 
Oh, the uh, the crying DC oh, meme. Man. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> That's the meme. He shouldn't have that, been in front of. He, I don't. I they don't shouldn't know, even I don't put the camera. His, I don't know what one of his coaches because he left. Like he was so out of it. He, he got mad. Because he thought this fight yeah. was stopped. He thought it was stopped early. He had no idea Correct. what happened. And then Dana said afterwards that he had to be shown a replay for him to go back into the cage because he thought that it was prematurely stopped. When in reality, I thought John let it go late. I thought he, I thought he let 10 punches go off that should have never been thrown. So well, and, punches, and, elbows, and, and shots. And what's weird is I know Rogan's mentioned that before. He doesn't like interviewing concussed fighters. I kind of feel like... So I I don't know if Rogan put a mic in front of him and, and said I, I kind of feel like DC kind of just went and f- like they they let him wander in front of a microphone and he wanted to get some things out but he was just not he's not clearly there all the way like he's not called, clearly gathered but I really think last night did a lot for DC I think people really respected the way he came and fought that fight yeah because he knew he couldn't out wrestle John like he knew that this was gonna be a fight where. I couldn't take him down last time. I'm going to have to kind of go into the wood chipper. No, I'm going to have to throw hands. I thought he had a lot of success. I thought he was great. Good morning, Tommy Guns. Good morning. Good did, morning. What did you make of last night's uh, performance and the, the main event fight? Well, you know Tommy Guns like uh, to go deep, and I think it was deep on so many levels, uh, certainly with the fact that John won and the way in which he won because DC's never been knocked out ever before. And his only two losses has come at the hands of John Jones. So it was very powerful in that way. Also, the fact that John had gone through such a terrible journey before getting to this point. Right. And it admittingly saying that he's made some bad choices and he was basically a bad person while he went through that and not giving up. So there were so many wins in last night's fight between the both of them. I'm really, I wanted John to win. I knew John would win. I, in my heart, I knew he would. But I could just see, had DC won, the litany of negativity that he would have thrown at John and brought back all the negative things that he's done, where John really praised DC mm-hmm. as a good man, a good father, a good husband. And in his face, it was all about DC was a lot of what I w- haven't been. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really great. Yeah, it was it was great. I think I think too, you know, there's sometimes that where people look at a guy like he is a bit of a paper champion where he didn't he didn't beat the actual champ, but you know, it's not like he's been ducking John Jones. Like it's one of these things where, you know, they've both had, you know, DC had an injury in there, but for the most part it's been John's mess ups that have caused this fight to take so long to happen. Um I thought I thought the way he fought last night was kind of the way I think people wish he would have fought against Anderson Silva, even though he had much more to lose in that fight. But I think that that performance against Anderson at UFC 200 lost a lot of fans for DC. And the way he went after John to not only try and win the fight, I thought he really tried to go and end John Jones. I thought that's really... And I thought that he was having so much success that he kind of almost threw caution to the wind too much, maybe. Um... But I do think that he's going to come out of that fight. I don't know if he's going to end up continuing fighting. I don't know if he's going to go end up uh, moving up to heavyweight. Who knows what demon DC's up there. And he's put a lot into this matchup. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a while till we see him, especially since he's got the, 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 the Fox gig. At least a year. Yeah, I think it's going to be a while before we see him again. But I do think that he did come out of last night with kind of this chapter closed, even if it wasn't the result he wanted. I do think that... I think more fans should be on his side with the way he fought last night. He got booed 
Yeah. When he came out in his own home state. Yep. That was that was very interesting to me. That I thought that being in California, he was going to have more support mm-hmm. than than he had. It's so a, who's turned out to be the heel? It's interesting. Yeah, and you can't figure out what you can start guys being starfighters. It's such a weird thing. You can't figure it out. I can tell you, I was watching that last night at a bar, and would you drink? I actually didn't. I didn't have a drop last night. Good I was I was surprised. I was like, yeah, you know what. I'm just gonna stick with my uh, Pepsi, but I did. I snacked up, man. I had a lot of bar, <laughs> bar snacks. Um, but that that bar went crazy when John won. They were so the the entire and it was a, it was a packed house. They were so happy when John Bones Jones won that fight. And There's just something about DC's character that does not make you really sure. resonate with people. I mean, you see him. If if anyone is manufactured. It seems like he is, and he would call John Jones out for being manufactured or fake, and but but he is actually the one that comes across that way. I don't know what it is. It's just something, you know. It's it's like any, it's like musical artists, entertainers. You just either have that star quality or you don't. It's not something that you can pull off a shelf. It's not something that that you can create. You're either blessed with it or you don't have it. Maybe, but I also think that I think I think Daniel Cormier is going to end up being a huge benefit for John Jones in the long run of his career. I think this rivalry will benefit John because I I think John's struggled with a lot of identity crisis throughout his career, and I think DC's kind of just put it out there and has made John be more shameless about who he is. He's just like, all right, this is who I am. It's kind of all out there, you know. He's obviously bothered by DC going the steroid route. The limp noodle root, the 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 crackhead root, but those things do kind of have to be out there if you are going to have people supporting you. If they are going to say, "See, he could shut, he shut you up," and I think in the end that will benefit lifting John Jones in a in a positive way. Well, I think it was pretty cool that John came out himself and s- talked about the fact that he wasn't such a great guy mm-hmm. he didn't wait for anyone and, and that's damage control you throw it out there yourself now what you got yep yeah and and that and that took a while for him to get to this point it was a it was a hell of a journey now we had an interesting call out we'll get to after the fight of john jones who he wants next and surprise surprise we come out of a another title fight night and dana white and a fighter are beefing we'll tell you about that next it's fighters fury on am 790 the ticket all right, welcome back. Fighters Fury here on 790 The Ticket. Tobin, Seaman, Tommy Guns here with you. Recapping UFC 214 last night. Johnny Bones Jones is again the light heavyweight champion of the world. Now, his call out yesterday, he calls out Brock Lesnar afterwards. You know, DC gets his mind, then he gets the, John gets the mic back. Says he wants to fight Brock Lesnar, wants a super fight. Uh, the fans seemed really, really popped for that. I think they got to, and uh, I'm really into it. I think they need to do that uh, as soon as possible. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of these things of people saying, ah, USADA, ah, WWE contract. First of all, Brock Lesnar was in contract with the WWE the last time he fought. When he fought last July, he was still under contract with the with the WWE. He was lent out. Um, I think whatever they, let me tell you something. If they can get, if the UFC got Conor McGregor to fight Floyd Mayweather, they can get Brock Lesnar to fight John Jones. It ain't that. You can't tell me that 
I'm I'm three weeks out from seeing Conor McGregor fight a boxer, and I can't get a, a, a fake fighter to come back to be a real fighter to fight John Jones. You can't tell me that's harder. And I know he's got to think. I think if he were to come out of USAD, I think he would be cleared by December, which would line up perfectly. John Jones fights in December or January. Um, I just think you guys got to do. Isn't I, it six months? Yeah, so it would be what? December? It would be December, no, it would, January? Yeah, it would be February. All right. That's got to be the next fight you got. I, 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 I can't. I, I'm, I understand. Gustafson probably deserves getting the title shot next after his sensational win over Glover Teixeira. However, I don't think that goes anywhere. I think Glover versus John Jones is going to be there forever. It was an all-time classic. Um, I, I I just think that you have John Jones at the the most hot he's ever been with the fans. He is asked to fight Brock Lesnar. It seems like the fans are really into it. They're already breaking down the tail of the tape on SportsCenter today. You, you do whatever you got to do to get – even fire USADA. Whatever you got to do. Fire USADA. <laughs> get rid of it. It sucked for the sport anyway. Fire USADA and make this fight happen. Whatever you got to do. All the leaps and bounds you made to make McGregor happen against Mayweather – do that for John Jones versus Brock Lesnar. Make it for actual your like think about all of the hurdles they went. The UFC for a Showtime pay per view to basically just lend out their fighter. Do all that to get Brock Lesnar actually fighting on one of your pay per views. You got to make it happen. The thing, the thing that's interesting about that fight is, and you said it early on, is that. John doesn't possess a lot of one-punch knockout power. Mm -hmm. He possesses an accumulative amount of knockout power. And Brock Lesnar, that's a beast of a dude, man. Yep. That's a lot of weight. He's a big man. So you got that 265 pounds charging across the cage, and he latches onto you. Could be interesting. If he gets caught, John's going to be moving and... Grooving so fast, quick, and I think, avoid a, them all. I think it's a good matchup for John. I think if he he gets he gets to that tender body of uh, of Brock Lesnar's a couple times with that <laughs> kick, I think I think he'd handle him just fine. Yeah, if listen, if Brock Lesnar gets on top of you and he can maul you, that's a problem for anybody. But I think John Jones is coming into that fight with way more tools than yeah. than Brock is. Um, and I think it's just fun. I think I think. John John's out there and he's saying what it is. He's like, listen, I want a super fight. This is, you know, here, you got this, Brock, the, uh, the cut of him talking about McGregor. Because he was asked about, you know, you, you've sat on the sidelines these past two years and you've kind of seen the landscape change. What have you really noticed about it? And this is what he had to say. Conor McGregor, you know, he has been a, a tremendous inspiration to me. Um, you know, he has shown me who has been in the upper echelon of this sport for many years now, he's shown me that these these huge paydays are possible. I never thought in my time as a champion, as a fighter, that I would see fighters making you know seventy million dollars or hundred million dollars or whatever he's making in this Mayweather fight. Uh, it's been an inspiration that that you can do it. It's like the first guy to go to the moon, right? And, and then now everybody wants to go to the moon. It's like the first guy who ran a five-minute mile, and now everyone sees that it's possible. And that's what McGregor's done for me. So, um, so yeah, I mean. 
facing a guy like uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, getting the world excited about a MMA fight, um, and ultimately making uh, some of those M's. Um, I mean, that's what we're here for, right? So, I mean, I, if you want a super fight that the UFC can actually do, um, and I think they've already shown that they got to work in relationship with the WWE to make this thing happen, you know, and I think this is the other thing. If you do make this fight happen, it's probably a one-off for both guys, and then the WWE can say, all right, then Brock goes back and he re-signs his contract for whatever the hell it is. I think it's in April of next year or after WrestleMania of next year. But don't, don't, don't make John fight Gustafson, maybe lose that fight, and then you roll the dice on on uh, the Brock Lesnar thing, losing steam. Like, it's hot right now. Go make it happen. Just like McGregor Mayweather. It was hot now. Go make it happen. Gustafson. Boy, he's he's gotten a bad end of the 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 deal for, from my perspective. Like, it was in his last fight on Fight Pass. Yeah. It was yeah, in, like, it was in he's the number one contender for the title, and he got him fighting on Fight Pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got the well, he short some, end of the stick after had, that, that some, fight. Yeah, he had some talk. Like he, he took a while off because there was some talk that he was going to retire. Um, now listen, that fight's fantastic. I, 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 I after I, he got knocked out by Rumble. After he got knocked out by yeah. Rumble, but, but, um, but then, then after that, he ended up getting a title shot against DC. Lost a really, really close fight to DC. Um, but his last fight against Glover was, whew, I mean, that was a clinic that he put on, and he had one. I mean, it was a, it was, a, I think a three, it was three uppercuts in a row. Step back, right hand, knocked him out. It was unbelievable. But has Glover Teixeira lived up to the hype for you? No, but look at the, I mean, this is the problem. Like, look at the division. Like, the division is John Jones, Alexander Gustafson, Jimmy Manoa, who got starched by Vulcan Uzdemir last Vulcan. night. Vulcan, it's Uz- that name, that superhero name, man. He has gotten uh, the rise. Shogun Hua, Corey Anderson, OSP. Who? You know, like it. It's not a great division. It's it, it's and so that same pack of Cormier. It's Gustafson, like the cruiserweight Jones, division in boxing. Yeah, it's just like it, right now, and 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 Rumble Johnson is off doing some medical marijuana stuff in Canada. Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I I can understand why if you're if you're John Jones and you're like, all right, gonna go fight Gustafson who gave me one of the big, worst beatings of my life where I had to be uh, helped out of the cage, even though I came up with the win. It was a brutal fight. It was. Or go get paid and fight uh, a fake fighter in Brock Lesnar. You know? I I get that. You know, it's I, I understand why that's the one he wants. I'd say you make uh, Gustafson fight Vulcan. Uh, I'd be down for that. I think that's a good... I, I'm certainly interested in that fight. Um, if and the winner fight somebody. The winner of that fight fights John? Or somebody. Or somebody. Or the interim <laughs> title. They're throwing around interim titles like candy anyway. That, did you see? So let's get into, let's get into the uh, the Woodley thing. All right. Yeah. So Tyron Woodley beats Damian Maia yesterday uh, by unanimous decision. I think he was uh, 5-0 on one and then uh, 4-1 on the other. I had him winning 4-1. And this is getting booed by the crowd. They start doing a laser light show in the midst of it. Yeah, they, everybody had their phone faces they're lit. All, they're they all were, raving because yeah. they were so bored of the fight. It was wow. freaking Joe Rogan out. He said, I'm getting a little freaked out here. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> Joe Rogan's probably... What's about to happen. He's probably on that... He uh, was hanging out with Rumble before the fight. Or he's doing that Spirit Quest T, whatever he's uh, going on. But, um... So, so... Tyron ends up getting a win. Uh, you know, decision win. Nothing sensational in that fight. 
Uh, but he does stop 24 takedown attempts by Damian Maya. But the crowd hates it. Um, and Dana hates it. Dana hates it so much. He said the week, this week leading up, winner of this fight, they're fighting GSP. However, in the midst of that, he has changed his mind. And he says, no, nah, no, nah, we will go back to our original plan. All, scrap it. We're going back to GSP versus Bisping. So, and, and in the midst of it. But I, I was under the impression that GSP didn't want to fight at 185. No. What happened was they were supposed to fight in July. And apparently GSP had some kind of a thing with his eye, which delayed it. GSP or Bisping? GSP. Okay. And Bisbang said he had a knee injury, so he got himself off the shelf. But what they ended up doing next was, well, hey, we actually have a bunch of legit contenders at 185. We can't have Bisbang on the shelf this much anymore, which is why they ended up doing the interim title shot between Yoel and Robert Whitaker. Right. So they do that fight. Robert Whitaker wins the fight, and now he has a knee injury, so he's out. Now, Yoel's still going crazy to try and get the fight with Bisbang, but... This fight was so bad in Dana's eyes that Tyron Woodley is not worthy of fighting GSP because he doesn't find him to be a fan favorite fighter anymore. Now, I'm telling you right now. Anymore. One fight changes that. Well, the thing with this is... It, it was it was a boring fight to watch if you were going in there with the expectations of a slugfest. And if you went in there with that anticipation, then you don't know MMA. Well, yeah. So what is Tyron Woodley supposed to Is he supposed to let Damian Maia take his back and have some moments of drama where he could get choked out? Would that have made it more exciting? And the other thing is, he got injured in the fight. It was pretty clear to see in the third round, he was shaking his hand feverishly after every right hand he was throwing. Yes. I thought he broke his hand. He said it ended up being he dislocated his shoulder. That's extremely painful. So you're taking away his best weapon that he's able to knock people out with. And so what's he out there to do? He's going to pick him apart, and he's going to stuff takedowns. If he can't finish, you're not going to get into a grappling match with with, uh, with, with Damian Maia. You're not going to try and submit him. That's crazy. Right. So I is he is he? In fact, at one point, Maia, Maia, I think it was in the first or second round, he got hit with a punch, knocked down, and he was, like, inviting Woodley to come and right. come lay with second me. Second round, yes. Let's spoon. <laughs> come on, come, come, come bring, to bring a blanket. Come to the spider monkey. That's <laughs> that's right. Come, come to the lair. Of Aren't submission. you thankful that Maya didn't win? Because could you imagine him fighting GSP? Oof. I mean, that would be like like they would both the bell would ring and they'd both lay down and like tell each other, "Come here, come here, come here. You, you come over here. No, no you, you come over you, here. You, 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 you're romantic." Somebody has ended up pregnant in that fight. What did you think of it, Tommy Guns? Do you think uh, Dana's call is legit, or is uh, is it overstepping? Is this is uh, simple um, short-tempered Dana coming out uh, coming out ripping Woodley? I think it's a uh, short-tempered Dana because imagine his perspective and how close he is to the fight game. I mean, day in day out, and when he sees someone that's not bringing it to his standards, he's automatically going to voice said it was a worthless fight mm. so i think it's typical dana yeah it's weird. quite trump-esque huh well it's weird to me because he's like well he's he's shooting out yesterday by the way also with dana i, I don't know if something's wrong with his ears again but like he was asking everybody to repeat every question last night at the press huh? conference he's like uh, what what'd you say huh like he had to like aim the ear 
and like look at you like you, you know like like he had a cone in it it was like, weird man yeah but um he's he's saying last night like i don't know i don't make fights i don't make fights the night of the uh the night of the events except you did except you said eh you know what not doing this fight i'm gonna go back and do the fight that it's like what annoys you less it's weird you know like he comes out and he's like john jones is never gonna main event again and now it's like ah well he may be the main event of my biggest fight this year um you know it's like amanda amanda nunez pulls out of a she's never gonna main event trust me amanda you'll main event again they need you like they they don't have any main events it's fear factor with dana white it's just he's trying to motivate he does it through what's that is that machiavellian the machiavellian approach the theory Mm -hmm. you know you he goes in and he gives everybody this especially fighters on the roster he tries to instill fear in them right so that you know, even though he's talking about Woodley, I think he's talking to the entire roster of fighters so that in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, I got to go out there and bring it. I can't just win. I have to be impressive. I, I have to be a fan favorite. I got you. But this is a guy who's knocked out. I'm not justifying. No, no, I get it. But like from, from Dana's standpoint, okay, you think he doesn't, like he knocked out Robbie Lawler. Right, Robbie, like in 15 seconds. Robbie right? Lawler. Yeah. So you put him in there with a guy who's just only... Whose lone uh, objective is to is to get a takedown and to strangle you? He stops twenty four of those attempts. Like, shouldn't shouldn't the president of the UFC know what he's have looking a little at? bit more fight knowledge of what he's watching? You would think he's got an injured fighter in there who's stopping a guy who has one objective, and that is to take him down and choke you out. He's also, I think, appealing to the fans at the same time. You know, you have to when you're when you're asking for fight fans to ante up 60 bucks every time a pay-per-view comes on. You have to at least give the perception that you're on their side. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that there he, he rides the middle. It's like a wave watching. Because he also has to make it look like, hey, hey guys, I'm trying to, you know, I'm sticking up for you because you were booing and people at home were tweeting about it or posting images about how horrible this fight was. I'm sticking up for you too because you got to ante up. So I got to make you believe that I'm putting pressure on these fighters to deliver or they're not going to be featured on the next fight. And it gives that fight fan the feeling as though the president of the organization is making sure they're looking out for us, man. They're making sure we get great fights. So I think he gotta, he's got to play that dual role mm -hmm. as well. Well, you know, I, I'll tell you this too, and we got to hit a break, but um, you know what I want them to not do anymore? Three title fights. Like three title fights in a night, it's yeah. like it's too much. It's too much. It kind of and it it kind of feels like all right. All title fights aren't made the same. Like you have John Jones DC, and it feels like everything's on the line there. And then you have also Cyborg against Tanya Evinger, and it's just like all right, it kind of feels like you're just waiting for lambs to the slaughter at that point. I agree. I I didn't think that the Cyborg fight, while it wasn't an awful fight, it was like watching. It was, it was a handicapped fight. Meaning this, you were you were handicapping Avenger just for surviving, right? Like, wow, she she took that shot. Oh my gosh, this is a great fight now. Mm -hmm. Oh, she took another one. Oh, she tried to take her down. So you're giving her points not for looking good and not for being offensive, but for surviving just being and tough. going into the third round. Right. It was, 
I don't know. It just, it, and I know that what are you going to do with Cyborg? Like, you got to put her in a title fight, especially after Durandami left and fled the division, which I mean, they referenced a hundred times during that fight. At least. Um, but, you know, I don't know. The whole Cyborg thing to me, I think if she doesn't fight Holly Holm next, I don't really see the point. It's kind of just like, all right, we have Cyborg here. What are we going to do? We have, we have these people from Invicta we've never heard of that we're going to bring up and have her fight. Like, I want Cyborg to fight Demetrius Johnson. I just wanted to fight. Like, if you're going to have her, have her fight people we know. You know, bring up some of these 135ers who are in the UFC. Demetrius not... Johnson. That That's two weight classes, man. That's a lot. He's got I a... think that's an interesting fight. Do you not? No. No. She Mighty wins. Mighty Mouse might get killed. Might. <laughs> we'll be back after oh. this. It's Fighters Fury on AM790 The Ticket. All right, welcome back. Fighters Fury here on 790 The Ticket. Tobin Seaman, Tommy Guns here with you recapping UFC 214. Texter writes in 67974 on the text machine. Lala needs a shot or Wonder Boy. He just did Wonder Boy twice, man. I don't want to watch. Like, first no. of all, I don't want to watch Wonder Boy versus Woodley again. I'm I'm kind of done with that. And the thing with Lawler, all right, if you're gonna say Lawler deserves a title shot, that's fine. I'm not I'm not super against it. I mean, he was long reigning champion. You know, for the most part, you're going to get a great fight. Now he did get cleaned up by Woodley. I mean, just I mean, Woodley buzzsawed him, and. I I think if you're looking at the top five right now, you got Maya who just lost. No one's gonna see that again. He's fought he's fought Stephen Thompson twice. One was a draw, beat him the second time. Robbie Lawler, he's already knocked out. Carlos Condit, they had a really weird fight where Condit uh, had his knee blown out on a takedown, and Condit's also kind of like he, he's almost like in retirement mode. I don't even know if he's fighting anymore. My, from my mind, I think the guy who deserves the next shot should be Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, he man. had a very close fight with Damian Maya. Some people thought he won. I thought he won. Um, you know that was a case where Maya, you know, was able to get the uh, the old backpack on him each round. But Maya, but Masvidal also had his moments of of very good striking. He had, but he also looked good mm-hmm. when he was tied up by Maya. He fought back. He yes. went for submissions thought- of his own. He, he got he, high praise from Maya. Said yeah. it was some of the best jiu-jitsu defense he's ever been against. This is a, a multiple-time world champion in jiu-jitsu. I mean, I, I, I think Jorge Masvidal, I think he he's engaging. I think those guys, yeah, maybe it's not going to sell a, a heap of pay-per-views, but there's not a lot that you can put in that welterweight division. Like, if you tell me it's going to be Robbie Lawler versus Tyron Woodley or Jorge Masvidal, Tyron Woodley, I kind of think it's a wash as far as how many people are going to pay for that. And... I'm it's for a, it. And it's a fresh ma- it's a fresh matchup. I would like to see, you know, Masvidal kind of on this resurgence. Um I, I would like to see that fight. I think I I think if you're going to give me who I'd rather see Woodley fight next, Wonder Boy again, no. Roller again, or Masvidal, I'd rather see him fight Masvidal. And I think Masvidal is a good case. I'm not I'm not that excited about seeing Wonder Boy fight anybody. I he would doesn't... be I would be into seeing him uh seeing him fight uh, a Lawler. I think it would be very similar to how, did you have any issues with with Robbie beating Cowboy? I saw there was some buzz on 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 Twitter. I thought last it was night. extremely close. I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch at five rounds. I wanted five. Well, I remember I was saying that last week. Like, I I wish it was five rounds. We would get that fight. I think it almost be... looked like it was going to be done in sixty seconds. Yep, that was smart by I thought Robbie though. You, I think if you when you bring the fight to Cowboy, um, and you don't give him that chance to settle in, yeah, it can be problems for him. 
Um, and I thought probably the last 45 seconds of that round, Cowboy started getting the diversification of his striking going. Well, he took he took Lawler down. Had, he? Yep, had yeah. a takedown of him. But I did think that Lawler, I thought that the damage that he put on early in that round was enough to give him the round. I thought that I thought the second round was pretty clear that, you know, I thought I thought uh I thought Donald was picking him apart. And then I thought the third round was pretty clear too. I thought I thought he actually really hurt Lawler at the end of the second round. Mm-hmm. He looked dazed. Right. And I didn't I thought that he allowed for Lawler to push through it and set the tone at the beginning of the third round where if he would have jumped on him at that point, mm-hmm. I thought he could have taken advantage of how he left him the end of the round before. But he, he let him get, get comfortable. Did again. you think it was enough for a ten eight in uh in the second round? I don't. I'm not I'm not complaining about the the win, the twenty nine twenty eight win for Lawler, but I could have seen it going either way. Mm-hmm. I could have. Yeah. But five round fight definitely for those two guys going forward. They you know, I wouldn't mind seeing it as like a fight night event and having them as the main event and just going five, five, five rounds. rounds. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. I think Dana said that as well that he would he that the biggest problem with that fight was it was not five rounds. He I said it. I, I thought it definitely could have used a couple more rounds. I mean, those guys like we were saying it last week. How hard is it to pick that fight between those two? Two two just absolute warriors, um two fan favorites, Tommy Guns, like I mean you can't go wrong. You put those guys in a cage together. You sure can't. It was a challenge, I must say. Just looking at it, I couldn't pick last week. And last night, watching the fight, I thought, it's I I can't. It, it was very challenging. Um, What about uh, what about Cowboy versus Wonderboy next? That'd be a hell of a fight. That'd be an interesting fight. That'd be a hell of a fight. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. Because I think Cowboy kind of needs to, you know, he's still in this pocket of contenders and welterweight. You kind of give a give a new matchup to it. I think that'd be that'd be an interesting matchup to do. That's really his only fight that makes sense. Without him stepping in on short notice to fight somebody else who falls off a card, but that's the only fight that really makes sense. You can't reward him with a title fight after losing. Technically, well, I guess you're Dana White. You could do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever you want. But I think it makes the most sense for either Lawler or Masvidal to have a title fight. I'd like to see. Lawler have another fight before he steps into the cage against Woodley, but who's he gonna fight? You know, like yeah. you don't want to see Lawler fighting Maya. In Law- my opinion, Lawler and Masvidal are, are close. Um, personally, you know, they've had their time together at ATT. They know each other very well. I, I don't know if that will keep either one of them from wanting to fight. They're kind of both in that class that so they'll fight anybody, anytime, anywhere. So maybe they'll fight anyway. I don't know. Um, do you do that as a number one contender fight if they're willing to do it? If they're willing to do it, that's an amazing fight. Two strikers yep. that are going to bring it. Man. They're both going to come forward. That'd be uh, it'd be pretty awesome. That'd be pretty I, amazing. It's also difficult to ever root against Cerrone based on everything that he's gone through, and he still brings it to the cage every time. He does. Cerrone, Cerrone, yeah. yes. Yeah, and 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 also the fact that he, I mean, he had some weird uh, staff infection thing that like kept him out of two thirteen. That uh, that they weren't able to do um, this fight a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but he, it, it, not according to him, he was still ready to fight. Yeah, well, he's crazy. He said he would have fought with the IV in. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's a cowboy. A, he's an insane person. He needs to. He needs to. He needs to relax. He looked good, and I I give him credit for for hanging on during that whirlwind at the first you know sixty ninety seconds. Yeah, absolutely, I thought he was done. 
Absolutely. Now, um, does this now all kind of put the rest uh, that John Bones Jones is greatest of all time? Like, because there's this idea, like... I think this is the exclamation point. There was kind of like this punishment phase where people were saying, like, oh, no, 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 Mighty Mouse is the greatest of all time. Can we stop talking about Mighty Mouse being the greatest of all time? Yeah, I kind of think that needs to end. That needs to... That needs to cease. Um... I guess you could make like could you make a case if GSP comes back and he wins the middleweight title does he get no. in the conversation or cuz I kind of think that John No, just because of the 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 Johnny Hendricks fight with GSP. I say no. 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 I'm with you. I think I, I don't know if we're, like I I thought last night was such an important night for the UFC to get John back on top like that. You know, who knows what's going to happen with McGregor? Um and those are cool things that 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 John said about Conor last night about what an inspiration he was. Two guys stepping up their their marketability and their value. I thought that was pretty cool to see him uh, give give props to really Connor's rise and John's shortcomings of not being in the ring. That they, they kind of coincide. Yes, you know, like John was out and he was kind of watching all this happen. It was a vacancy. Yeah, and 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 Connor really overtook. And listen, Connor's been a monster draw that John still hasn't reached yet, but that mantle was there of who is the face of the UFC. Right now, I don't know if Connor's going to come back. We don't know. He's boxing, and he's going to make a boatload of cash. It's going to be tough. Imagine. Go go here with me. Close your eyes. Okay. Visualizing. Yes. You make 70 to $100 million for a fight. For a boxing match that you don't have to watch out for kicks to the head. You don't have anybody trying to put you in a guillotine or jumping on your back. Taking your legs out, nothing. You're going, you're playing patty cake with big pillows on your hands, basically. Yep. And you make 70 to $100 million. And then you get a phone call from Dana White saying that Robbie Lawler or who's 155 right now? Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Tony Tony Ferguson wants to fight you. And I got uh, $2 million for you. Yeah. What are you gonna what 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 how do you even respond to that? I don't know. I see your eyes are open. So obviously you went there and you came back really quick. Yeah, well here's the thing. I the other thing the other part of me though is looking at it and says he's twenty eight years old or he's twenty nine years old. He's just gonna call it quits? Like what is he gonna do? When he beats Floyd then he's going to just stay in the boxing lane. Well, let's let's just say Connor does. They don't do renegotiations. Like Connor's like, hey, listen, I'm not fighting for you again for less than fifty million a fight. I'm doing super fights, super fights only. No, but like Connor can't say that. Like, what are they going to do? They it's have tough. to pay him. It's tough because their gates don't draw enough. The gates, while we look at their gates and oh, it's eleven million, it's twelve million, it's fifteen million dollar gates. Mm-hmm. The gates got to cover the fight purse. You can't rely on pay-per-view revenues to cover fight purses. Gates and sponsorships got to cover fight purses. And then you you take all the dollars that it takes to execute a fight. They don't make enough money to pay these guys that kind of of dough. But let's put it like this, okay? Let's say he does beat Floyd. And I I know it's a big if, but let's say he beats Floyd. Yeah. You're talking about- You think that's a big if, really? Wow. I think he's got a short window, Tommy. Like, if I look at that fight and I think he's going to beat. All he's, all he's got to do is, I told you, I told you weeks ago, lift your leg like you're going to kick. <laughs> Don't throw the kick. Lift your leg like you're going to kick and hit him because his eye is going to go down to your leg and you hit him. 
I just think I think, I, I think Connor's got I think he's got a window of two to three rounds. And you go like in barefoot. Like, like every Floyd opponent does. Can he go into the boxing ring barefoot? No. Ugh. Against against rules. Um why? You think like for sure? Bedroom he's slippers. Win? Bedroom slippers. You think for sure. How's he gonna do it? Early, early, late? It's gotta be early. First two, three rounds. Why Floyd no, still I agree with that. I think if he wins, he's gotta do it in, in three, four at the most. I just because that because Floyd Floyd for as boring as he is, he is he he's got you in two rounds. He figured you out. Yeah, it's got to be two rounds. I think two to three rounds max. I don't even think fourth. If it goes to the fourth round, it's <laughs> it's Mayweather all day, all ride on out. Yeah, we've got some time before that fight. We do. Right? We got some weeks. We you got gotta some... throw, you gotta go throw but... the old Mike Tyson right right hook elbow. So you miss with the glove and you bam. I saw Jarrell Miller do that yesterday in the yeah. uh, the prelims of Showtime. He like he was fighting Gerald Washington and uh, Jarrell Miller's a kickboxer by trade originally. Mikey Garcia did it too to Broner. Did it? I, yeah. I, I, it was kind of like Popped on my phone. I didn't get to see a bunch of that fight. Oops, sorry. Didn't look like I was missing much because when I tuned in, it was like eight nothing on the Showtime card as far as scores was. The Broner fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, He's I just think... a show. He's such a clown, Broner. One sixteen, one twelve. I don't agree with that. I thought it was ten rounds or two. I was flipping back and forth. Wild man. Well. We'll uh we'll f- find out what the fallout is this week of John Jones Brock Lesnar. We'll see if we uh w- if we have any movement forward with that fight. Thanks everybody for tuning in. And uh, if you missed any of the show, you can always download the podcast. It'll be up at theticketmiami.com or on Twitter. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.